Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 169 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to take a little bit of a stroll down musical memory lane and I'm going to talk about Garth Brooks a lot. I'm just going to throw that out there. We're also going to talk about a show we've both watched recently that Melanie did not care for. I liked a little bit more and then something that we've both been watching that we really like a lot. We're going to talk about some beauty products we've tried. We're going to talk about a trip that David and I just took to New York. So all kinds of fun things in store on this episode. I just want to remind you that if you have not joined us yet on Patreon, we would love to have you there. It's two bonus episodes a month for five American dollars. Usually a closer look episode where we talk about something we're super interested in and then a Q&A episode where we answer questions. So it's patreon.com slash bigboo, and we would be so happy for you to join us. Alrighty, y'all, here we go with episode 169. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Bay Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And it sounds like Gladys has taken her leave and is no longer residing in your house. Gladys packed her bags and she is on her way. But I'm going to tell you that she gave it a good fight. Mm -hmm. I mean, she hung on a lot longer. You know, the thing about a cold is you're like, well, this seems like it's lasting a lot longer than a cold should last, you know? And then when you're coughing and you're so super congested and you can tell you have all that respiratory stuff going on and then people want to talk, start talking about the coronavirus, Listen, you know, then you start thinking, well, have I been to China? Yeah. I, have, I, have I been around anybody who, who has been to China? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? But um, I'm glad to say that it did not appear to be the coronavirus and I am back to my somewhat normal self. Well, we, David and I went on a trip this past, we kind of took a long weekend for his birthday and went on a uh-huh. trip to New York. And I thought while I was traveling, I was like between the plane and the subway and, you know, just all the things, as much as you try to wash your hands and yes. sanitize, I was like, oh, there's no way I won't catch something. And sure enough, my my nose and my throat started kind of had, uh, had a little tickle when we flew back Sunday and, and, and here we are. I'm, yeah, I'm in it with one. So, uh, well, you don't sound that bad in the whole scheme of things. No, I'm not super, I'm not super congested. It's weird. I'm just stuffy and my throat mm-hmm. hurts. So, yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like that's what eventually turns into the, like, it starts with that. And then if we talk to you three days from now, mm-hmm. you may be in a bad place. Yes. I don't like, wish that on you. I'm right. just saying that seems to be the trajectory of a cold. Right. So anyway, I have I have been on the flow nays. I've been trying to to manage it, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, I hope that it goes okay. I Thank felt you. like I had a couple of bad nights coughing. And then last night we had like a little rainstorm that came through and it blew in a front. And I knew that something else, and I think for us, it's the mountain cedar had blown back in. Cause I woke up this morning before my alarm went off. Cause I completely could not breathe through my nose. Like okay. there's, it's whatever comes through the air at this time of year just kills me. Well, if y'all would like to hear more about our ailments, we'll be doing yeah. a special. <laughs> my hip has been bothering me. I think I have some pain in my sciatic nerve just where we are 
It's life. It's mm. life. So tell us about your trip. Tell us about the big city. Oh, the big city. It was so fun. We we went Thursday. We flew out Thursday. And I had planned this trip as a secret a while back because David turned 50 last week. And so mm-hmm. I planned it. But then I decided that what would really drive him crazy he does not he's not big on surprises and yeah. I thought he would really be sad if he missed being able to anticipate the trip mm. so I ended up telling him about it the week of Thanksgiving so he would have kind of a couple of months to kind of think about if there was something yeah. that he wanted to do that I had not planned or whatever and I had planned to kind of pack it with um shows I had already by the time I told him I'd already gotten tickets for a few things and so anyway we went and we went to see To Kill a Mockingbird Thursday night. Okay. Which, you know, is maybe my yes. favorite book that I have read a bajillion times. And it was, it was really good. They took some, some liberties with the story that I won't get into because somebody may see it and I don't want to spoil it. But it's just a different, it's a little bit different take on, on the big events are the same, but the characters are different, I would say. Mm, okay. And the way the the kids sort of circle around and into the story is a little bit different. So that was all, that was all interesting to see and, and hear. And I did take issue with some of the Southern accents, which had been my fear. Mm-hmm. Because yes, understandably so. That's always tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, Anyway, we really enjoyed that. And then we went to see Beetlejuice and uh, Friday night. And we went to see um, Saturday. It was raining and like that, just like drizzly, steady rain, mm-hmm. which is just nasty. You know, it, you know, just, and it was cold. And so it was, there was, mm-hmm. it was not fun to be sort of out and about walking around. So we decided that we would go see, like we talked about a couple of different shows and we talked about well, maybe we can go see if there's standing room tickets or somewhere. Anyway, we went to Moulin Rouge because I really like Aaron Tveit, who stars in Moulin Rouge. And I've never seen the movie or anything, so I was kind of curious about it. We ended up getting regular tickets when we got there because they had a few left. And so we went to the matinee of that. And let me just tell you something. Yes, tell. I did not know. And this is not really a spoiler. Okay. I didn't know about Moulin Rouge and how it had popular music in it. Well, the Broadway show, it's like popular music on steroids. There is oh. tons and tons. And it's like they, they use songs that you would everybody would know and weave that into the narrative to kind of help tell the story. And it's fascinating. And it's fun because, you know, the old story I've told a thousand times about Tom Hanks saying how he doesn't like musicals because people want to sing about how it's tough to be a train on the train tracks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, so there's always this thing with a musical where it's kind of unfamiliar unless you have listened to the cast recording before. Mm-hmm. But, but all these songs were super familiar because it was, it was all stuff you've heard. It's rolling in the deep. Oh. It's you know, um, I don't know. I can't chandelier and, um, uh, I want to dance with somebody and it's just all kinds of different stuff and it was so fun. It was just. It was just, it was big and it was loud and it was, you know. Okay, I love that. festive and so we really enjoyed that. But anyway, Saturday night, we were walking back to the hotel and we were coming by the theater where Chicago is and I noticed that people were lined up around the stage door 
And um, as I texted you immediately, uh, the guest the guest performer in Chicago right now is Erica Jane from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, and so they had you know the signs up, and so David said, "Is that one of your housewives?" As he calls them, and. Uh-huh. I said, it is. And so I kind of stood there for a second and I said, I won't make you stand here with me to see like, when she comes out. He's like, no, I'll stand here. I mean, we don't have anything to do. Uh-huh. And we were across the street from the theater. And so we waited and we waited and I was like, no, we can leave. I'm not going to make you stand here, uh-huh. you know, for Erica Jane. And he was like, well, you know, what, what does she do? And I <laughs> so- <laughs> So, well, to explain. she's married to this attorney in LA, but she has like this kind of a little bit of a cabaret act that she does. And she, you know, she is kind of provocative and all that kind of stuff. And so I said, but we can go. And he was like, no, we, we can stay. It's fine. So uh-huh. yeah, we stayed until she came out of the stage door and I sent you a picture. Yes, really? She, did. she had a, she had a fantastic top knot situation happening uh-huh. and, and really the largest puffy coat I've ever seen. It was, okay. it would have been a like it was a Seinfeld level puffy coat. Like it would have been okay. an episode. Anyway, she came out and I, that was it. That was, that was that, but it was very exciting for me. That is very, I mean, it, won't he do it? I well, mean, right there, you know. <laughs> I know. What are the odds? I know. What are the odds that you get to see Erica Jane right there? So right there, right um, across the street. Okay. Was she a little tiny? Was she tinier in person than you would think? Well, you couldn't tell because of the puffy coat. Like okay. Well, yeah, that's understandable. The coat was really. I mean, the coat went back. I feel like a foot off her body. It was wow. But but I think so. What I could tell was that she had really tremendous false eyelashes on. Okay. Uh, if you can see somebody's eyelashes across the street. Yeah, that's um, a good sign. But her makeup looked fantastic. And she seemed uh-huh. to be very gracious with all the people and 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 talked to the people on both sides of the of the line. But we didn't stay to see her get in the car or anything like that. Okay. Okay. I was just curious about the size because, you know, you know I've always had this fascination with celebrities and their sure. size. Mm-hmm. And Caroline, apparently I passed that down because one of the things when we were watching Cheer, when I made Caroline watch Cheer again with me, mm-hmm. uh, because I felt like she needed all the motivational quotes in her life. Sure. And I could reference Gabby Butler and Morgan on a regular basis to her, um, was when Morgan at one point weighs herself and she's like, I'm 96 pounds. And Caroline was like, how is she 96 pounds? She was like, she seems like, you know, cause Caroline's real athletic and fit. And Caroline was like, she seems like she's about my size, but you know, I don't weigh 96 pounds. And I said, well, because what you can't appreciate is she's probably like four foot 11. I yeah. said, she's not, you know, I said, you're five foot seven. I said, so you're a lot taller. And sure enough, this week I saw that somebody on Gabby Butler's Instagram, cause of course I'm following them all now on mm-hmm, Instagram, mm-hmm. asked her how tall she was. And Gabby Butler is five feet tall. Wow. But you think they really have to be. I mean, to they get do. to get t- tossed around like that and thrown around like that, they would have to be. No, you can't do that with a five foot seven mm-hmm. girl. You know what I mean? Like that isn't going to work. That's legs and arms flying at you everywhere, you know. But um, but I was like, so that means Morgan probably really is four foot eleven because Gabby looked like one of the taller girls. Right. Well, I, I couldn't tell about Erica. I mean, really. And I don't I couldn't tell like what kind of shoes she had on or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I could I could tell she was, you know, drop dead gorgeous, of course. Yes. Like that was that was very obvious. 
but I didn't yeah. get a read on if she was a Polly Pocket or or what. You know, okay. she was like Kelly Ripa level, like small yes. little person, little tiny little mm-hmm. hands. Yeah, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Okay, so, interesting. Anyway, but we didn't see that was my only like glimpse of uh, other than the people in the in the plays. That was my only glimpse of a, a celebrity while we were in okay. New York. We did on the way. We were on the going back to the hotel Friday night. We'd gotten an uh, a lift and we drove by like on the way back to the hotel we drove by 30 rock and there mm-hmm. were people like kind of lined up in sleeping bags on the sidewalk and so we got super curious about that but i oh. never like i don't know if it, adam driver was hosting saturday night live i don't know if it was yeah. that and so i said well maybe it's because of adam driver and david was like why would anybody line up for adam driver yeah and i, I like, agree with that because i was like he's a whole he, he's a whole thing and yeah. he was like, with who? And I was like, like with, the, like, with the kids. The kids love. With the youth. With the youth. <laughs> they love Adam Driver. And he was like, really? And I said, they do. They love him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got some kind of appeal with them. Mm-hmm. But I never knew really what that was, what that was about or why they huh. were out there. So. Um, now, speaking of Adam Driver, have you watched A Marriage Story on Netflix? Yes, I have. Yes, Did I you have. find it to be the most depressing thing you've ever watched? I was like, this, people, this is not entertainment. I mean, I get that it was beautifully acted. I thought Laura Dern did a marvelous job in it. But I was like, this is the saddest, most depressing thing I've ever watched. Well, here's what I have said to everybody I've talked to about it. Now, I have two, I have, there are two things I think about when I think about Mary's story. One is the soundtrack that Randy Newman did is gorgeous. And I listened to it twice today. Okay, it is, yeah. It is all instrumental. It is gorgeous. It is just all borderline haunting, but so mm-hmm. pretty. Um, so I love the music. But here's what I've said to everybody who has mentioned that to me. They got divorced over nothing. Yeah. They threw yes. that sucker away over over less than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They really did. Like, that was I think the most that depressing was... part to me, really. was like, y'all did all of this over nothing. Yeah. It was just, it was just crazy. I mean, I, the whole thing, I was like, I don't, I don't like this. Uh-uh. It makes me feel ick. Uh-huh. I feel depressed. I'm so sad that I watched it. I just, I, the whole thing, I was like, it's just ridiculous. I just, I did not like, I did not care for the entire thing. Well, here's the the thing. I was like, y'all clearly have great affection for one another. Yes. You have a great rapport together. I know your characters. I understand that. It's not really Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, but but those two characters have really deep affection for one another. It was a situation yes. they could they could have had maybe a rough year or two trying to figure out their way through that situation with her career and all of that. Yes. But they could have made it. For sure. That's it. And then you're like, what else do you think is out there? Because there's just going to be somebody else who's going to get on your nerves and, you know, whatever. I mean, it's going to chew their food weird or exactly right, you know, like or or have some like clear their throat in a really sort of disturbing way that scares you when it happens. Like, you yes. sneeze strange, like everybody's got stuff. But everybody has stuff. If you talk to any of your friends who are married and who are honest with you, mm-hmm. and if you get on the road of here are some things that get on my nerves, not one person is going to say, well, he doesn't do anything that gets on my nerves. Well, they're just not. If they and if do, they do, you need to find another friend. Because they're lying to you. They're lying. They, yeah. are, they sit on a throne of lies. That's exactly right. 
And listen, same, I mean, like, uh, David could, could write y'all a novel of stuff about me that drives him crazy. Like, yes. like, I have a whole thing where I like to know, I like to designate money for things. Like, I yeah. don't see money in a big pile. I like to designate money. If I could have 75 checking accounts, I would. Like, <laughs> like one for, I like just, let's just get it all doled out. And so, like, it drives him crazy because I'm always like, I moved this over here for this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why mm-hmm. not just leave it? Like, why do we have to make, so there's always stuff about people who, that will, that will drive us crazy. But what I thought about when I was watching Marriage Story is something that David Platt said when he was our pastor, which is, and listen, there are, there are all sorts of, of reasons why divorce is sad and difficult and, and, and why people choose that path in, in some cases for very understandable reasons. Um, yes. But this is, this story was not one of those. And no. but one of the things that he said one Sunday, I will never forget it was he said, um, all divorces don't start out um, acrimonious, but almost all divorces end that way. And when you saw the lawyers mm. in marriage story, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you were like, well, this like, sorry, divorce lawyers, but this may have something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Because at that point you're fighting to get as much as you can. Like everybody's fighting for their rights and the kids and the whole thing. And I just, I did not like it. And I thought it was depressing. And that I was place with you. that he stayed in, in Los Angeles. Oh, it was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Just, it was terrible. And maybe that's part of it is because I remember like when my parents got divorced and I mean, my dad lived in just some depressing apartments where mm-hmm. like he'd hang nothing on the wall. So maybe it touched a, something in my mm-hmm. childhood. But I was like, I, this is very depressing to me and I can't figure out why y'all can't work this out. Mm-hmm. And I think somebody need to tell Scarlett, hey, the grass isn't greener on the other side. Well, I, you know, I feel like I, we've had friends over the years who've gone through hard times and all that kind of stuff. And, and I don't know, I just have a personality where unless somebody has just really crossed some lines, you know, and Uh we don't have to get into what those lines are, but when it's, when it's, when it's just life is messy and difficult and personalities, you know, get all tangled up and all that. I always say, like, I will never stop rooting for y'all to figure it out. I will never stop rooting for y'all to figure it out. And I had that feeling watching those two, like, I'm just rooting for y'all to figure it out, that there is a way through this that that does not involve you breaking up your family. Y'all enjoy one another. You, you, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Her mom liked him. I'm like, right there, you're winning half the battle because her mom liked him so much. I'm like, that's, listen, I don't know. I couldn't, I I couldn't figure the whole thing out. I just, anyway, Adam Driver, that was the first thing I think I've ever seen him in um, where I knew that that's who that was. And I was like, "Mm, I don't, I mean, I get that he's a good actor, but I did not like that movie. Well, Sweet Mercy, they are both so talented. I mean, you really really did, or I really did. I I did buy into like, that is a real relationship. They are real people. They were so great. Although I took a lot of issues with Scarlett Johansson's hair. I didn't understand that at all. No, I didn't. I don't feel like anybody would necessarily choose that. I don't know, but yeah, that was, but maybe they were trying to make her look more like every, every gal USA or something. I don't know that that, I don't know either. I don't know anyway, but yeah, I did watch it and, Mm -hmm. um, I'm just as sad as I can be that they 
that they didn't figure out a way through it. Yeah, I know. I know. They should have they should have worked harder on that deal. But oh well. I have a feeling y'all already know this, but Melanie and I are really enthusiastic about skincare. I have said over and over that skincare is actually way more important to me than makeup and I look for a certain quality of ingredients. I look for effectiveness and I especially have to be careful with stuff that is not kind to my sensitive skin. Well, Glossier believes that beauty starts with skin first and makeup second. Glossier is a community-driven beauty brand with products inspired by the people who use them. They have a product, y'all, that's called the Milky Jelly Cleanser. And it is fantastic. It is this luxurious, creamy gel formula that makes washing your face a delight, makes it a joy, and I happen to like that it has a really mild scent. Scents are great and all y'all, but I don't necessarily need to smell roses when I wash my face. So I love the mild scent. I love how creamy it is. I love how soft my face feels after I wash it. It really is such a great product and I think you are going to love it. But this Milky Jelly Cleanser, it washes away excess oil, dirt, makeup, and it's gentle on your eyes. You don't have to use something separate to take off your eye makeup. It's great for all skin types. Plus, it has really beautiful packaging that looks good if you have it out on your bathroom counter because guess who does not tuck her products away in an enclosed space? Me. I like to leave everything out. So, it's really pretty. Milky Jelly Cleanser is one of Glossier's top-selling products and it is the perfect way to start your skincare routine. The pH Balance formula has a blend of five skin conditioners. It's dermatologist tested, it's hypoallergenic, non-irritating, cruelty, and paraben-free. It's tough on impurities, but gentle on your eyes and your whole face for that matter. So get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com slash podcast slash big boot. That's a little bit different. So you have to add that extra little step. Glossier.com slash podcast slash big boot. You can learn more and take the quiz to find out your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com slash podcast slash Big Boo. Certain exclusions do apply. And that's G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash Big Boo. Alrighty, here we go. Back to episode 169. Another thing that I've watched recently is um, something you recommended to me. And I actually started watching it on the plane coming back from New York. And if if there were a way to abandon my real life yes. and solely watch it, I would. Which is the mm-hmm. morning show on oh my Apple gosh. Plus. Oh my word. It's so good, isn't it? Like It's so good. But here's here's something that caught me off guard about it. Cause I, you know, I kind of expected it would be good. I didn't mm-hmm. you don't think that Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell and all those people are gonna attach themselves to something unless it's promising and all that. Yeah. It is beautiful. Yes. The the apartments are beautiful, the clothes mm-hmm. are beautiful, everything mm-hmm. about it looks great. It's just so so pleasing to the eye yes and i'm gonna tell you that that this is again not a spoiler in the second episode i think uh, yeah i think it's the second episode jennifer aniston 
her character receives an award and she goes to this award show and Mm -hmm. she wears this red strapless sister i could write it had melanie shankle's name (laughs) scrawled across the front of it i thought if melanie had to go to a formal event of some sort this right here this is the number with the matching red coat Yes, it was fabulous. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've had dreams about it since. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's made me want to evaluate my life to see (laughs) if there would be somewhere that I could wear that. It was good. It is gorgeous. And I love that Jennifer Aniston, and and it's part of her character, but I love that she's so attractive and and very well done, but she also looks her age, which I really appreciate. Like, and that's part of the character is she needs to look her age, um, but is still so beautiful. I mean, you know, she just, and her style is impeccable. And that red, listen, that red was something else. Here's what occurred to me yesterday, I think, as I was thinking through it. And I felt like you would be, you'll be proud of me for this. I really did. Like when Mm -hmm. I had this idea, I thought, I think Melanie's going to be proud of this. Here's what I think they did. I think they, as they mapped out her character, I think her character's name is Alex. I think they said, let's make Alex kind of a modern day Catherine Hepburn. Because if you look at the stuff she wears, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you remember, there's one meeting where she has on, she has on these gray kind of pleated pants. Yes. With a gray sweater tucked in. And then when she gets in the car, you see that she's got on some black loafers. Like Mm -hmm. it's a very kind of classic preppy style but because jennifer aniston is wearing all of it it looks next level you know yeah but she's got a super a a super classic um kind of old school look to her clothes nothing fussy not a Mm -hmm. lot of buttons not a lot of shiny things and it's so great it's so great and a lot of sleeveless which i feel like is just the reminder of she's not a mere mortal like the rest of us you (laughs) know like just that's right it's a subtle Reminder of most women at that age, once you're north of 35 to 40, you're not going on national television every morning thinking, you know, I think I'm going to wear something sleeveless. You know, that's not, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not where most of us live. No. Uh Um, But I loved it. I didn't know, and this was just because I really had read nothing about it. I didn't know anything about it going into it. I don't either. Um, And then I'd heard different people say, like, some people were like, I didn't really like it or, so I had hesitated to watch it because I just thought, well, maybe it's not that good. And then one of my friends had texted and was like, hey, I started watching this. It's really good. And I didn't realize that it was a whole play on the whole Matt Lauer Today show. I didn't know that any of that. I thought it was like a morning show when you've got a younger woman and an older woman who are competing for like who's more current. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was that dynamic. I didn't know that it had the whole Matt Lauer thing. And so I found it like I could not quit watching it. It really worked out that I was sick that week. <laughs> Look at the Lord. Look well, at the Lord. It. Yeah. Won't he do it? I see. I was the same. I didn't really know what it was about, which I find that most things lately, I don't know what they're about no. because stuff comes out so fast that you don't yeah. have time to pregame it. Like, no. You don't have you don't have time to dig in and do your research. Uh-uh. You just kind of go like, oh, this looks interesting. That's like cheer. I didn't know what cheer was about. But yeah. I, so, yeah, I didn't know that either. And I think I'm really interested in the dynamics of of those kinds of stories and the Me Too stories because they are so polarizing uh-huh. between the genders. I feel like, um, yes. And so it's, it was really interesting. I don't know. And I'm only on episode 
five. I think I, I okay. think we're about to start episode five. But yeah, I, f- I find it fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Oh, just wait. I mean, I feel like you're at the. I felt like those last four episodes, three or four episodes. It's like I could not quit watching. Like it was just. It's just bam, bam, bam. Like it just gets so. I just. I think it's so well done. Um, the acting, of course, is fantastic. The characters, the storyline. I just thought the whole thing was brilliant. And I told David after we got back home from our trip, I was like, Reese Witherspoon needs to go to To Kill a Mockingbird and give a, give it some classes on the Southern accent. Mm, she does because she's got a good one. She's because got a great she one. Up, yeah. Because she grew up in Tennessee. So right. she knows. Well, yeah. Right. She knows. She knows what it is. You know, and again, I don't, I'm not, don't mean to slam To Kill a Mockingbird. It really was beautifully done. It's just, my ear is very sensitive, uh-huh. which I'm sure people feel the same way. People who live in North Dakota probably feel the same way when somebody from the South tries to sound like they're in Fargo, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's, 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 there are just a lot of little nuances that are our ears pick up on. So anyway, yeah. so I have, I have loved watching the morning show and okay. well, I cannot wait for you to get all the way through so we can discuss because it is something else. Well, that was a good find. Mm-hmm. I was, I was real happy about that. And now I'm kind of back in the land of, I don't really know where to go or what to watch next. Well, you know, Taylor Swift has a Netflix series coming out next week. Okay. Is it next week? Well, I, I knew it was, I knew it was coming. I know Outlander's coming, so that's good, but I didn't know when the Taylor Swift. So is it a series? It's not a movie. Oh, it's a Netflix movie. It's not a series. Okay. Um, but it comes out, I think it's sometime, sometime soon. Okay. I'm going to let Hazel out. Hold on one, one okay. second. Okay. Um, yeah, so I feel like the Taylor Swift thing, I'll for sure watch. I'll tell you what Perry and I started watching last weekend, and we had missed it the first time around, but we and we still have, I think we watched the first four or so, but um, that country music documentary that was on PBS that Ken Burns did, and it oh. came out like last fall, maybe, and we missed it, but you can watch it on Amazon. You have to buy it, but um, but they were actually they're rerunning it right now on PBS, and it is so good like that was something you know it's very rare that there's something that we both enjoy um and we really liked it and caroline even got into it and i'm going to tell you the best part of all of it is it made her want to watch coal miner's daughter with me which we are going to do this weekend well that is something else that's going to be a moment that's going to be a memory that's what that's going to be that is going to be a memory. I can't tell you how many years I have thrown out. Like, do you want to watch Coal Miner's Daughter? But I think, I think for her, country music, like when is it goes through kind of the evolution, and it, they really do a good job of talking about like when women came into the industry and um, and Dolly Parton and Patsy Cline and and Loretta and how they really fought for women to have a voice in the country music industry. And so I think it made Caroline view Loretta Lynn in this whole new light mm-hmm. and I'm, that's what I've been trying to tell you mm-hmm. well I have not seen it but I read wonderful things about it when it was on I can't I mean on social media and in the newspaper I saw great things about it so yeah it's really good like it's worth watching and they're long I mean like each one is like two hours with no commercials um but it's 
I feel like I know a whole lot about country music now. I didn't know that Hank Williams was only 29 when he died because you know how people like that, you always think they're super old, mm-hmm. but he was 29 years old. Mm. So um, anyway, it's just, it's fascinating. I, it's really good and really well done. If you have any interest in that at all, I highly recommend. Now, have we talked about on the podcast, the Garth Brooks that biography that was on, I think it was on, maybe it was on Lifetime. I can't remember where it was on. I don't know. But I feel a, like you kind of mentioned it, but I don't remember us talking about it. It was a two-part special. It's called Garth Brooks, The Road I'm On, is what it was called. Mm, okay. It was four hours total. Four, mm. four hours. I'm going to tell you I've watched the whole thing about three times. Really? Well, here's, here's why. One, okay. I love him. Mm-hmm. I, that that concert I saw when I was still at state and he was in concert and he was just getting started and Martina mm-hmm. McBride was getting started. That concert is, is one of probably the most special musical memory I have. Like it was just it was something else. Okay. So um, also a guy who worked, used to work with my sister or my sister used to work with him, whichever probably, I don't know how to say that, but mm-hmm. anyway, his manager is a guy he used to work with my sister. And then I adore Trisha Yearwood. And okay. I adore how he calls her Miss Yearwood. And, mm. but anyway, it's the whole thing from kind of, ha- from him growing up and then his love for music and then him at Oklahoma State and then him um, at, you know, trying to go to Nashville and then going home. And it's just the whole story. And I love how he refers to himself in the third person sometimes. Yeah. He's super emotional. <laughs> he cries at least 19 times. You know, he retired to take care of his girls. And I'm going to tell you something. The way his girls talk about him will put Mm. every single one of y'all in the bed. Like, (laughs) oh, I love that. It's just, I don't know. There's just something about him. He's so earnest, which is usually not a a characteristic in people I'm super drawn to because I need people to be a little bit more sarcastic and maybe just Mm -hmm. slightly jaded. Yes. But he's really earnest and really kind and really loves the people he's worked with. And he's so loyal and it's just a delight to watch. So it really spans his whole career. I don't know that it's still coming on, but I'm sure you can look it up somewhere, you know. I mean, okay. you can get it. No, I just saw it. It's on Hulu. You can okay. watch it if you have Hulu. So, um, and it looks like maybe on Amazon uh but you'd have to buy it, Amazon Prime. Um, but that's, uh, listen, I just put that, you just, my weekend is done. Now I've got well, Garth Brooks and Coal Miner's Daughter with Caroline, done and done. And I love that, I love to hear stories of songs. Like I love to hear how songs came to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's some of the little bits and pieces of it. You'll think, oh yeah, I remember hearing that. But like, I will never forget being in college. And these boys that we used to hang out with all the time, I will never forget one of them, like seeing the Garth Brooks CD on top of their CD player at their apartment and Mm -hmm. us listening to it over and over and over. I don't know. There's something about him that's just infectious to me. And, um, and it's really, it's so fun to watch and to hear the story of his career from his perspective. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember Garth Brooks so vividly like I remember too I remember when the dance came out that I thought it was the most beautiful saddest song I'd ever heard I loved it it was just it was so unlike anything else I'd ever heard and then my fresh I think it was my freshman year at A&M 
or maybe the summer after my freshman year at AM when Friends in Low Places came yes, out. Yes, I am. It was like, this is the best song of all time. Like, it, <laughs> this is the greatest song of all Listen, time. Like, if you're in Starville or College Station and there is a song <laughs> like Friends in Low Places, yeah. well, you have hit your market, is what you have done. Yeah. You have, yeah. you have teed it up and you have hit that ball and it is a hole in one. You have found your people. Y'all, I have said for years that I'm not much of a jewelry person, but what I have come to realize is that I actually love jewelry. I just like for it to be really classic and simple and something that I can wear for a very, very long time. That is why I am so happy to tell you about a company called Noemi. Noemi believes that luxury jewelry doesn't have to be overpriced and they cut out the middleman to deliver exceptional fine jewelry without the traditional retail markups. Noemi designs and manufactures everything in-house and sells it directly to consumers with a lifetime warranty and free shipping both ways. I recently ordered a multicolored eternity band, y'all. I have been on pins and needles waiting to get it because Melanie has ordered one of their diamond eternity bands and absolutely loves it. One great thing about Noemi is that you can return any order for a full refund, even engravings and custom designs. It's literally an entirely risk-free experience. It's authenticity guaranteed, and you can even use flexible payment options with no hidden costs and no extra charges. So if you're looking for quality fine jewelry made to last a lifetime, from a luxury brand you can trust, it's Noemi. So you can go to hellonoemi.com slash bigboo to see their collections and get $50 off your first purchase with their promo code bigboo. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-O-E-M-I-E dot com slash bigboo. And don't forget to use the promo code bigboo for $50 off your first purchase. It's really beautiful. Now, our other obsession lately has nothing to do with, with television, and I'm responsible for this one. But, yes, you are. Um, about, I don't know, three weeks ago or so, I got an email from um, <laughs> <laughs> the company that helps us with our ads for the podcast that says, hey, have you ever downloaded an app called Best Fiends? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I will. You know, like yeah, whatever, yeah. and they were just like, "Well, just see, you know, see what you think." And, um, mm-hmm. and like, I have no idea if Best Fiends is going to end up advertising on our podcast or not. I'm just telling y'all what happened. Yeah. So I downloaded it. It was like a Friday afternoon, and and here's what I want. I need everybody to understand. I don't play games anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't play. I don't play games on my iPad. I don't sit around mm-hmm. and play games. I just it's just not my thing. I used to do hidden object games all the time. Um, I did one of those over Christmas and it was fine, but I just, it's just not really like a part of my routine, but I don't, I don't know what happened that particular weekend, <laughs> but I started playing it like when, and I don't remember the circumstances, but I do know that it, it I took to it quickly. I took to yes. Best Fiends quickly. Yes. So I texted Melanie and was like, you need to download this game. Like, I don't, it's just got, it's got just the right amount of mindlessness and strategy um but there's a lot of rewards in there a lot of positive reinforcement to keep playing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i am still playing it and so you just told me that you also now are playing it 
Yes, yes. It started while I was sick last week because I was like, I need something to do besides color by number. I've colored mm-hmm. by number to death. And I don't want to play Candy Crush because here's the thing. I use Candy Crush used to be like my mindless thing. But the problem is, is after five tries, it shuts you out. And so like I've been at a really hard level for like four years now. So I could get on. I try five times. I'm out. And I'm not giving Candy Crush any of my money. I'm not buying extra things. No, I am not your in-app purchase person. I will. Listen, I will outwit. I will outsmart. I will outlast. I will not buy your in-app purchase. No, I'm not. I'm not interested in doing that. So that's not happening. And so I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I'm going to do Best Fiends. Sophie told me and I'm going to tell you that I am now on. So I mean, like as of a week and I don't know what level you're on. I'm on level 114. Okay, we're we're pacing about the same. (laughs) No, I'm on 160 something. Okay, But, but that's significant. What is it about it? I don't, it's, I think the thing is, is it's, it's a little bit challenging, but it's not super challenging. So it's like, you can pretty much, I mean, like I get some levels that it'll take me, you know, maybe five tries to get past, but eventually, and here's the whole thing. I don't even totally understand. Like I'm collecting these (laughs) things and I'm, I'm upgrading them like for free because I get enough coins, but I don't, I don't know the diamonds. I don't, I don't know what anything really is doing or what I'm accumulating or what the points are. I'm just trying to get to the next level. And somehow I always manage to through either dumb luck and or skill get to the next level. Right. But it's mindless enough that I can sit and just play it when I'm watching TV or doing whatever. And it doesn't distract me from whatever the other task is at hand. Right. And it's like if you get the little meteor meteor mite things, the gold yes. ones, if you run low, you just go spin that little wheel and it'll give you something. Yeah. Like they're just little things built in where you don't feel a ton of pressure. Like it just gives you a lot mm-hmm. of opportunities. And then there are little side quests you can you can do. But I'm telling you, I like David said on the plane, I played it the whole way to New York yeah. <laughs> last week. And then he said when we were we were sitting in the airport because we had about three delays on our flight coming home. And he was like, I'm going to write this company and yeah. tell them about your, that you have taken to their little gang. Um, uh-huh. and, and I'm saying this, like, I have no idea if, if they will ever advertise on the podcast. I'm just saying that they, they have found a loyal player in me, apparently. So, yeah. And, and me as well now, because it's, I like it. It's a good, and I'm saying like, I had pretty much quit playing all games on my phone. I was strictly a color by number kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I told Caroline, I said, Hey, have you heard of the game best fiends? And she goes, mom, she was uh-huh. like, they advertise that on YouTube. That's so basic. And I was like, well, I'm playing best fiends and I like it. And I'm not going to be shamed about it. Uh-huh. So Alex told me, he was like, mama, I think people were playing that like five years ago. I was yeah. like, well, <laughs> it is a, it is. It's a new yeah. challenge for your mama. Exactly. I'm happy to catch up with the times. I'm right. saying if you need a time killer, I had to go to the ENT last week. And uh-huh. like, I thought I've never been so happy to have something to do. And because depending on your mood, sometimes social media is super fun to sit and scroll through when you're waiting. And, but lately it has not been for me. No, I agree. Same. And so it, I just, I was like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to play Best Fiends. I'm just going <laughs> to enjoy myself. It's colorful. The noise amount is just right. It You never run out of turns. So you can just keep trying. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. It's a good, it is a great way to pass some time. Mm-hmm. Just to 
sit there. So I'm, I'm a fan. So thank you for sharing with me, you're, best fiends. You're, you're so welcome. I, I feel like, honestly, I, I don't like, I don't know who I am, but anyway, I enjoyed it. Okay. It so worked. do we have anything? We've talked about all our media um, obsessions. Yes. Do we have anything in the way of health and beauty that you would like well, to share with the group? I, I do. I do. I, um, so I think I mentioned on a couple of podcasts ago that Caroline, because she's like a pig looking for truffles can immediately sense any beauty product that I have in this home. And so she had been helping herself to my Sunday Riley vitamin C serum Mm -hmm. and, um, and also my skin by Blair moisturizer, which were both higher end products. Mm -hmm. And she came in to tell me one day, she was like, Hey mom, we're totally out of that skin by Blair moisturizer. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So this led me on a quest to maybe find a less expensive option for both. Okay. So the verdict is still out. Well, I will say that I, I have a verdict on one, the verdict is still out on the other. Um, but what I ended up buying because I didn't want to repurchase the skin by Blair, even though it was good, but it was just pricier and I would recommend it if you want it. But if your 16 year old daughter is also dipping into your moisturizer, (laughs) then you need something else. So I had heard from our friend Cattle Baron in Cashmere, whose Instagram I love to follow. She had talked about the Sika face cream moisturizer that you get on Amazon. Okay. So it's the brand is me back. M-E-E-B-A-K. I'm going to tell you, it's $19 for a jar. And she said it totally changes your skin. It's perfect for aging skin. It's great for dry skin. It's great for sensitive skin. So I'm going to tell you um, that it's $19 for a jar. Um, So it's a great price point. And I have been using it for about a week. And I really, really like it. It has a little bit of a fragrance, but it's a good fragrance. It's like a, a... a pretty fragrance, not anything weird or off-putting or anything like that. Um, but it's me back. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read it. Is the brand where Asian beauty rituals meet <laughs> K-beauty technology. They combine traditional herbal remedies with modern science. So, you know. Moth flame. Yes. I. But it has... 290 almost five star reviews okay it's it's a super calming anti-aging cream it's formulated with the healing power of centella asiatica something to strengthen the skin barrier but i really do feel like it's got hyaluronic acid in it it has retinol in it it has some niacinamide which is for redness and i feel like i've been using it morning and night and it really has made my skin feel really good and I have not felt a difference from switching to the Skin by Blair to the Sika cream. Okay. Um, They're equally moisturizing. They make my skin feel equally good. So that took care of that. My other issue was the Sunday Riley vitamin C, which I love. But I was like, maybe I need to find a less expensive vitamin C option um, because Caroline is also digging into my vitamin C. And so I actually Googled best vitamin C serums. And this one popped up and I just got it yesterday. So. The verdict is still out, but it's called Nourish Max, um, and it's a vitamin C, B, and E plus ferulic serum, and it has it came up as the number one rated vitamin C serum. Okay. Of all of them, like people rated it higher than SkinCeuticals, they rated it higher than Sunday Riley, they rated it higher than all like the ones that I've been hearing about, and for like a small thing of it, it's like fifty dollars instead of a hundred and something dollars, and it comes in a dropper. Um, wow. Now, it does not smell citrusy like the Sunday mm. rising, which I really miss. Um, mm-hmm. 
but anyway, we'll see how it does. But it has really great reviews. So I thought, well, I'm going to give Nourish Max, I'm going to give you a try. Okay. I love that. I yeah. just reordered today. I wish I had talked to you about this this morning because I just reordered today my Sunday Riley CEO moisturizer. And I thought the oh. same thing. I was like, God, it's so expensive. It's so good. And I had, I, I had tried a couple of other things um, when just over the course of the last couple of weeks, as I was trying to preserve the last of my Sunday Riley, but there was just, again, the smell, everything about it is just yes. so it's good. So good. It's so good. But I will say, because I think here's, here's what I've learned after consistently using vitamin C on my face and you hear all my mm-hmm. beauty bloggers and Instagrammers that I follow, I, I really do think topical vitamin C is the most, that's the most game changing thing you can put on mm. your face every day. I love it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So I'll let you know how the Nourish Max goes. The consistency and the smell and all that reminds me of the SkinCeuticals. Um, but the SkinCeuticals is super pricey. So I think um, that's, I'm I'm going to make note of both of those things. Yeah, for sure. So I'll let you know. So I'm, I'm on a journey. I'm on a skincare journey to try some budget skincare mm-hmm. um, and just see if it can produce some of the same results because I just, I hate, you know, and the thing is I don't mind Caroline using my, you know, I'm a believer in beauty products at all ages. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if, if we're going to share, then we're going to need to find something, right. um, you know, cause I mean, her philosophy too, is that she's not paying for it is if some is good, then a lot is right. better. More is always so, better. Yes. Yes. So, well, I um, went into the Sephora, we went to Hudson Yards. I can't remember what day that was. I think it was Friday just to walk around and um, before we went to dinner and all that kind of stuff. And so I went in the Sephora and I asked the girl, cause I went straight to the Norris creamy concealer. Cause you know, I haven't ordered it yet. And I said, uh-huh. and she said, can I help you with anything? I said, well, as a matter of fact, yes, I said, I have wanted to try this Norris creamy concealer because I've heard that it is better for people who have fine lines around their eyes and stuff like that. And she said, well, what do you use right now? And I said, I use shape tape which has, you know, you can only uh-huh. buy at Ulta. And she said, you know, I don't know if I agree with that. She said, I have found the Nars Creamy Concealer on me to be very drying. Oh, she said, so okay. if you have a tendency to have drier skin, mm. she said, don't tell anybody here. But I actually went to Ulta a couple of days ago and, and tried the shape tape. She said, I was just kind of playing around with it, blending it, seeing how it worked. And she said, and I really liked uh-huh. how it, it sat on my skin better. So that's just mm. an FYI for everyone. Okay. Um, that's good to know. So anyway, so I didn't buy it all that to say. Okay. But all I, right. well, I did reorder today something that I have used for the last year. And I don't think I've mentioned it, but I, I struggle with like a trying to find, you know, like I don't like to wear foundation cause it feels so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I need a little coverage sometimes, yeah. like because of redness or whatever. And so about a year ago at Blue Mercury here in Birmingham, I bought the Hourglass Illusion. Hi, how do you say it? Hi, I can't say it. Hi, hi, hyaluronic acid. Well, yeah. Hi, so it's a hyaluronic. Hi, I didn't say it right. Um, hyal, uh, whatever, skin tint. Hi. Oh, and, okay. And it's kind of a cross between a CC cream and a tinted moisturizer. It's just got a little bit more coverage than a tinted moisturizer. And so I'll put my concealer on in the morning and get that good and and blend it in. And then I'll just put like 
honestly just like I'll put a pea-sized amount on my left wrist and just kind of pat that and blend it in on my cheeks and my chin and my forehead just to kind of even out color and all that and Mm -hmm. put just a tiny bit of um I'll just brush a little bit of pressed powder on top of it to set it yeah but I love it because it does have better coverage than like your average tinted moisturizer my skin has really liked it um and it finishes like I like the way it finishes it doesn't look cakey it doesn't Mm -hmm. settle in and like get it's just it's just a nice easy product to use it's a little pricey but i used it for a year so before i started to run out so if anybody is looking in the market for something like that they have it at sephora too and i would go and i don't i think always with that kind of stuff i would go to a store and sample the the colors to see what Mm -hmm. works for you but i wear the which one do i wear let me look i wear shell so um Anyway, it's a really good product if you like a little something more than just moisturizer and concealer, but you don't necessarily like to have wear like a full foundation. So, okay, that is me. You've just described <laughs> me. That's 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 how I feel. Mm-hmm. I hate wearing a foundation, and I know that it like you know can make you look better or whatever. But I I don't like the heavy feeling of it. Mm-hmm. I don't either. So. I, and, you know, when I think about the fact that when I was in college, listen, I wore, I wore Merle Norman, like, powder base, you know, oh, like, full, a absolutely. full face of makeup. But you mm-hmm. can still see your skin through this. It just kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but it just coats it just enough so that you have a little bit of evenness, but your skin doesn't get hidden beneath it. So. Okay. Okay. I and like listen, that. We, we work hard to keep this skin in, in condition where... We're not embarrassed for it to show, right? Like we work hard. That's right. So where it can show, yeah, where it can show just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I've been using. I like that Charlotte Tilbury makes that healthy glow, mm-hmm. um, and that's a good. It's like a tint, a moisturizing tint, and that to me is a good one in terms of it gives you like it evens out your complexion, but it still doesn't make you feel like you're wearing a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and supposedly it goes on gray and it kind of tints down to whatever your skin tone is. Um, but that's another one that Caroline has been helping herself to, um, out of my makeup. What's bag it called? Every morning. Charlotte Tilbury what? Healthy glow. Okay. And it's just it's just billed as like a moisturizing tint or like a hydrating tint. So, um, and it says it's unisex. So really, even I guess Perry could use it. Sure. Uh, which I have a good image of that. But mm-hmm. um, but now I like it, and I, in fact, I'm on my second tube of that because I like it so much. It's a great um. It's just a great when I'm running out of the house and I just put on sunscreen and then I put that on. And so it just gives me a little bit of a glow, Mm -hmm. but it's not makeup. Or if you just need a little bit of a glow when you play Best Fiends and watch the morning show. (laughs) That's right. Works for that That, too. It's exactly right. So I know I went to do my laundry, I guess, over the weekend after all week. And I was like, well, all this is is pajamas. (laughs) Like it's all I, it's like 10 days worth of just pajamas. Well, Listen, it's good work if you can get it. It's what I'll tell yep. you. Yep. So. All righty, y'all. Well, we have covered some ground, I feel like. From we have. New York to television to apps and games and makeup and all the things. I don't really know what else you could ask for. <laughs> Did you catch <laughs> that ask? Four. It was, what? A, very, what I- it was a very dramatic four. <laughs> 
It's because you've been watching the morning show. You were That's learned, right. You've learned to deliver the news with a certain cadence. Mm-hmm. To enunciate clearly. Mm-hmm. Next time on Big Boo Ass, Boo, <laughs> on the Big Boo Ass. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing the morning news, apparently. (laughs) Goodness gracious. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.